Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is prophecies that say that giants have, I didn't say gonna, have been released. You recall that uh, the Bible says when John was speaking, he said he heard seven thunders speak. And I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, seal up those things with the seven thunders uttered and write them not. That has been one of the real big mysteries about Revelation. So what did the seven thunders say that John was told not to write in the book? Well, we now know what those seven thunders said according to two verified witnesses, and that is, release the giants. I'm going to give you some information today, and I can tell you right quick, this is going to be a long one, but I think it's going to be well worth your time to stay with it. If I cut this in half, then somebody picks up on the second half and they miss the first half, they miss the whole thing. So I'm going to go all the way through it. It will be a little long, but it'll also be startling, shocking. And I'm going to say that every one of us are going to have to say, hmm, did I miss it here? Did I misunderstanding this? Every one of us are going to have to say, so this is another really big element that says perhaps we are in the tribulation. And without a doubt, if we're not in the tribulation, we are very, very, very close to it. I would even say it's another one of those things that point to the fact that we probably are in the tribulation. All right, so let's get started. I've got several people to cover today. Okay, First one, we're going to be talking about return of the false gods. Vicky Goforth Parnell, hang on, it's some real important information. And, and I'm going to tell you why I believe this is of God. And as I've said several times, just because one person comes out with a word does not necessarily mean I accept all of their words. On the other hand, just because someone comes out with some knucklehead comment <laughs> doesn't necessarily mean all of their comments are knuckleheads, okay? So we judge each one on the merit. And I'm going to show you some specific things in here why this lady could not have made this up. I'm going to dare say she brought confirmation to several things that has taken me years to run across. Okay, so let's get started. My eyes were open, but I was seeing and speaking, but this first time it came to me like this. I was seeing different, but I was also hearing Jesus speak to me. I'd been praying, and I mean prayer, for days now, and I was heavy in prayer, and I started seeing these Egyptian false gods. I hear the words, Anakims. Now, I'm going to show you scripture. Those were the giants, okay? That fits, doesn't it? Then I heard the word Ankh, okay? Ankh, the meaning of Ankh is life. I'm going to show you that's important, too. I don't think flesh and blood could have put this together. I just don't. This is too deep. I heard the name Isis, Horus, revived, 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 out of stasis, out of stasis. Do you know what stasis means? I haven't asked Vicky, but my guess is if I call her and say, did you know what stasis meant before you got this vision? I, I think she'd say, no. All right, well, Deuteronomy one twenty eight says, whether we go up, our brethren have discouraged our hearts, saying the people is greater and taller than we. The cities are great and walled up to heaven. And moreover, we have seen the sons of the Anakims, the, the giants. Okay, so Anakims were giants, among others in the Bible. If you look at a list of, I think there's 12 of the ancient gods, I want you to see one thing that they all have in common. 
This is kind of hard to see in this one, so I brought up a different one. I want you to notice the black circles and the black arrows. Each one of these people, except one, is holding that symbol. That's the Ankh. Now, I'm not an expert in Egyptology, and I don't want to be. I want to be an expert in the Bible. I want to take my time to learn about all these false gods. But through my studies through the years, I've learned a little bit. And my understanding is that symbol means life. That's the reason some people put it around their neck, but they don't understand. Now, here's my question. Could it be that we missed it? Could it be that we didn't understand that what that was really saying is that Lucifer had guaranteed these people eternal life. Now, they're not going to get it, we know, but meaning that they would come back. Do you recall that like in King Tutankhamun's tomb and many of the tombs of the Egyptian pharaohs and the pyramids and stuff like that, they would put in like food for the afterlife, they would put in a bow, they would put in a chariot, they put in all these things that these gods were going to need in the afterlife. Well, obviously, they thought that they were going to be coming back. Here's the question. What if they have? What if Lucifer promised them that if they followed him, they would come back? And what if God has allowed him to fulfill that promise? What if when the seven thunder spoke saying, release the giants, what if this is part of the release? That's a really big statement. Let's go on. She heard back to life, back to life, regenerated, regenerated by DNA. Now, essentially what this is going to say is that they have found the DNA of these ancient people. And through technology that is off-world to us, far beyond our technology, they have, not going to, they have now brought these ancient gods or deities back to life. That's what she's saying she was told. I don't think somebody can make this up. Back to life, back to life, regenerated, regenerated by DNA. Then I see these already here on earth. I'm going to say that again. They're already here on earth. These shall be unloosed to roam, to roam the earth during the three days of darkness. Then I see many false gods. Then I see Zeus with his thunderbolt. Poseidon standing above the ocean with the trident. Ares, the god of war. All these I know will trace back to originally other names possibly. And then I see... Medusa. The serpents are coming. The serpents are coming. They're coming for their seed. Now, I'm going to read that again because I'm going to show you what that is. Again, no flesh and blood can't put this together. Not on this level. They just can't. They're coming for their seed. Their holy, unholy seed. Their unholy seed. I'll say it again. They're coming for their seed, their unholy seed. What does that mean? I believe I have an answer. The serpents of the serpent are releasing in, but moments of time, I'm hearing from the heavens. I see a devastating earthquake. I see the number eight. I hear a roaring sound like thunder. Now, what is the number eight? Is that 2028? Well, actually, that sort of fits with my understanding of the timeline, but that's just a guess. I hear a roaring sound like thunder, massive angry thunder. It's the earth cracking and groaning. I see people running to and fro, streaming hysteric- screaming hysterically. Some look to be of a a lighter color skin with dark hair. I see false gods walking the earth. Okay, that means that they aren't just during the three days of darkness. These are the fallen ones, Satan's elite, meaning Osiris and those other gods like that. Satan's elite. They are here now. 
I'm going to say that again. They are here now. I'm going to show you why that's probably true from a secular source. They are here now, but others are coming in the darkness, pulled out of the bondage and captivity, once bound by Father God, but now loosened. Again, release the giants. They enter this world through the portals. They are pulled through this physical realm and then set free. Darkness has fallen, but all is not silent. On the contrary, I hear horrendous shrieks and high-pitched demonic screams and wicked evil laughter. I see men cowering in fear, paralyzed by the darkness, unable to even speak. Oh God, oh God, it's driving some to madness as those without light are also being tormented by demons and evil spirits. See, that's the reason those people that are overcomers, that overcome the beast, that overcome this, they get one of the best blessings in eternity. It's not easy to be an overcomer. It's not easy to resist the mark of the beast. Let's go on. I hear all because of the sins not repented of, but my mercy is still available at this moment of time, O sinner man, O sinner woman and child. I see rulers, dignitaries, and leaders all cowering in the luxurious hideaways, trembling in fear. I can see them inside the darkness. The darkness itself moves. Remember what they said back in the days of Exodus? It was a darkness they could feel, and they could not get out of bed for three days. Moves through the body, passing right through it, crawling upon the skin and passing through the mind. Forgive us, God, for we have sinned. Our, our people, our nation, and world have sinned. The released demons and fallen ones, entities of all kinds, all levels are almost crazed with the release into freedom. They come angry after being bound by Father God's command for so long, centuries apparently, thousands of years. I see lights as the bride goes up like streaks. In other words, during this, hopefully before this, but right after this is when we go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Again, that's not the rapture. This is because the rapture is supposed to protect us from any harm. Okay, This is not the rapture. At this point, most Christians are already dead. All of the Christians have been tested because the parable says those that were ready went into the marriage, and then the marriage door was shut. I see lights of the bride goes up like streaks. I'm now looking down upon the earth from above. I see the world go totally dark except for a few prick, point, pinprick points of light. This is not the outer darkness, but a world without Jesus' bride. I see people eating one another. Okay, so this is about four months till Jesus returns. This is the, the very worst, the last 100 days, the Great Tribulation. I see people eating one another. Look how far we have fallen. I see malnourished people, rotten teeth, and blackened skin on some. Blackened skin? Okay, this has nothing to do with your birth color of your skin. I'm going to show you a scripture that I have believed for a long time. And I can tell you right quick, right up front, I believe what happens is when the sun gets seven times hotter, Isaiah 30, verse 26, then apparently it releases some kind of rays that normally our atmosphere is able to filter out. And this is seven times hotter. And it turns the skin of all people on earth that it hits black. In other words, it kind of like you get a sunburn that makes you turn red. These sun's rays turns all skin black. I'll read it again. I see malnourished people, rotten teeth, and blackened skin on some. They eat each other. 
some to survive, others just because they're twisted and enjoy it. Oh God, forgive us, forgive us. The ancient gods have, not going to, have returned. The ancient gods have returned. I hear again, woes have come, so much woe upon woe. Now, how many woes were there there in that sentence? Three woes. How many woes are there in, in Revelation? There are three woes. And those woes take place during the last seven months for sure. But according to this, this would be in about the last four months, which again, fits. Fits with every timeline I understand. Oh God, help us. Daughter, there's no help left to be given except those who are mine and shall be mine. It's Satan's time now to rule your world, although but for a short time. His time has come. Now, let me compare this to the scriptures. I would love to read all this, but I don't have the time. So I'm just going to read the highlighted part. Blow the trumpet in Zion. This is the day of the Lord. This is the battle of Armageddon. The day of the Lord cometh. A day of darkness. Why? Because the sun has gone out. And when it goes out, it never relights ever, ever, ever again. And that happens about 72 hours before Jesus returns. A day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness. As the morning spread upon the mountains, a great people, this is what we're talking about, giants. We're talking about Nephilim. We're talking about people that are the seed of the serpent, specifically made strong because Lucifer's lied to them. He's told his people, we can defeat this Jesus and we can rule ourselves. <laughs> uh, sorry, it doesn't happen that way. A great people and a strong, there had never been the like. Now, why? Because they're coming down for the battle of Armageddon. Like the noise of chariots on the tops of mountains that leap, the noise of a flame of fire stubble, uh, before their face the people shall be much pained, and all faces shall gather blackness. So there you go. I think when the sun gets seven times hotter, uh, there, that's what happens. The skin turns black. They shall run like mighty men, supermen. Shall climb the wall like men of war. They shall march every one in his ways, and shall not break their ranks. They do as they're told. When they fall on a sword, they'll not be wounded, and the earth shall quake before them. Why? Because Jesus is about to return. This is in the last three days. All of this is the last three days before Jesus returns. The earth shall quake before them, and the heavens shall tremble. The sun and the moon shall be dark, and the stars shall withdraw their shining. And that's when the Lord shall utter his voice. With the voice of the archangel, the matter, with the trump of God, the, okay, dead and Christ shall rise, all that. That's the day of the Lord. That's the last feast of trumpets. Now, let's go to the seed of the serpent. Remember she said that they're coming back for their seed, their unholy seed? I believe this is what it's talking about. This is a whole other person. This lady, I talked to her on the phone. She gets dreams from time to time. And I'm not saying every one of them of God, but I believe this one is. In this dream, I was watching people running and screaming, and I heard a giant boom so loud the whole ground shook. Many people had died from this big boom and catastrophe. Could that be a meteor, or could that be one of those sun flares? Okay, could be. I saw a lot of fire and smoke from further away. I saw a man and his child yelling, screaming, and panicking. They ran into their home. When they tried to leave, people in navy blue t-shirts going house to house, knocking on the doors, took them. They looked like us. They talked like us. They had skin like us. They looked like ordinary average people. They took these people underground. I saw them squirt this greenish, yellowish, glowing liquid on them. It was a chemical. 
When it hit them, they started screaming hysterically. They were yelling as if the liquid was a poison, some kind of chemical. When the spray hit them, the skin on their hands and bodies everywhere started changing. They started changing. All of them started changing and receiving these superpowers, these amazing, crazy powers. Remember they said they're returning for their seed, the seed of the serpent, the seed of the unholy? Bingo. Look, I'm pretty sure these two people have not talked and made this whole story up. I believe God is speaking if we just have ears to hear. Not only did they change with added powers, their appearance also changed. They were all serpents. They were snakes. Some had snakes coming out of their hands. They still had their same bodies, but their hands, like something like a snakehead sticking out his tongue, stick out tongue out and stuff came out of their hands. They were screaming because of what they looked like. Some had a serpent head, a serpent leg, like they had the tail of a serpent, but they still had a full body. This one person I saw had a bunch of snakes coming out of her stomach. One had probably 14 snake heads coming out of her stomach. One had a whole head of snakes like Medusa. They were everywhere in there. I even saw a little kid. See, this is your X-Men. Okay, If you've seen the movie, these are the X-Men. They're talking about They're preparing us for them. I even saw little kids the same way. They had snakes coming out of them. They had snakes, and it was part of their body. It was like a mutation of snakes inside them. The woman said, because you are his seed, you don't belong to him. He didn't make you. They made you. We made you. Our brand is everywhere. We're the seed of the serpent. We're everywhere. We're all over the world. We are running the world. Now, you remember... uh, one of the people said to Benjamin Fulford, we've ruled this planet for thousands of years. We'll destroy it rather than give it up. They are true. Look, it's, it's not the Republicans running it. It's certainly not the Christians running it. It's not Jesus running it. It is the seed of the serpent. There are people all over the world that are powerful. They are of this seed. This is their seed. This world is their inheritance. They were crying. Many were crying. Then others were ecstatic because they said, whoa, we have all this power now. They were excited about their newfound body and this newfound power. I saw saw them training in areas where they were showing them how to use their power, just like in the, the movie X-Men. If you haven't watched one of those X-Men movies, go watch it. It's an assignment. They were educating them, allowing them to understand what war they were fighting and whose side they were supposed to be on. What war? Armageddon. These people were hysterical at first, but then became all excited about the whole thing. They were fully and truly submitted to the whole ordeal. They became very powerful. They trained them to the point where they were very powerful. A lot of them had supernatural powers. For example, one of them spit fire out of his mouth like a dragon, a real dragon serpent with fire out of his mouth. He could make fire come out of his hands, again, just like some of the X-Men, the mutants. She said, do you know who you are? She talked to them and educated them about who they truly were. She said, you are the seed of the serpent. They said, oh my gosh, no, 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 we will not receive that. No, get out of here. Everybody was shocked. People were screaming. People were crying. These things were all over them. These snakes were coming out of them. The women told them, well, the reason we brought you here is to reveal to you who you really are, that this is your DNA. We had to find all of you guys through your DNA. So when you send in to Ancestry, these places where it's going to take your blood and tell you about your ancestry, uh, they're monitoring that. As a matter of fact, I understand that even when you give blood 
They're monitoring that. They, they're every person's DNA. They want to know what it is. Our DNA was with you, you know. They were looking for some kind of DNA marker or a trace of a DNA which allowed their true appearance to come out. They showed them the real serpents that they came from. They couldn't believe it. Then this one woman said, What did you think? Did you really think you were human? You thought you were 100% human? You are a mixed breed. Now it's time for us to train you and get you ready to understand how to use your powers for the time of activation. And what would that be? Armageddon. It's time for you to know who you truly are and what side you truly belong to. Who? I think it's like this. The movie says, In a world where mutants evolve superpower humans, Exist are discriminated against to and see they're trying to get people to accept them. So they act like, oh, these poor discriminated against mutants. Two groups from form an inevitable clash, the supremacist brotherhood and the pacifist X-Men. Don't believe it. It's a lie from the devil. Back to the dream. One of them was like a teleporting here and there. One of them was disguising itself. Okay, that's what this lady here can do. She can change uh, forms. Disguising himself, transforming in all kinds of faces. He had many faces. He could be anything and everything he wanted to be. There were so many gifts. One could just stop time for a few moments, not long, but a few minutes. One could go backwards into the past for a few minutes. They were just teaching them so many things. I saw a woman cause a bird to fall down. A woman came and asked, when are we going back home? They had been there for, so few, for a few months or possibly a year or so. So this is what we're talking about. They were already in the world. They were already there. So something those people did activated them, educated them, trained them for this hour, Armageddon. For something, the woman said they were activating them so they could be prepared for the big event. They were preparing them for the big event. Then I woke up from the dream and there's more. Let's go to the scriptures once again. Joel 2.4. This is talking about Armageddon. The appearance of them is the appearance of horses. Okay, I know what a horse is, and I know what a man is. But what is a horse man? That would be a half man, half horse, or a centaur. So the Bible says there will be centaurs. Well, that's what Jesus said, is in the days of Noah, so also shall the coming of the Son of Man be. Go back to Genesis 6, 4. It says, and they were, the sons of God came down and mated with men, with, with women, and their offspring were mighty men of old. And that word old means they were eternal. They did not die. So, what we're going to see is all kinds of hybrids, just like they had in the days of Noah. Like the noise of chariots on the tops of mountains, shall they leap. Like the noise of a flame of fire that devoureth the stubble. A strong people set in battle array. This is the strong people they're talking about. Before their face, the people shall be much pained. All faces shall gather blackness. They shall run like mighty men. They shall climb the wall like men of war. They shall march. We read that. When they fall upon a sword, they shall not be wounded. Why? Because they have superpowers. Daniel 2.43 did say they will mingle themselves with the seed of men. So they're mixing fallen DNA with human DNA. Parnell, another one of her dreams, said, Hear you, inhabitants of the earth, for much grace, much love, much mercy, and compassion, having been granted with time extended in your favor. But now... Your time of grace or parole, as your world would refer to it, is now revoked and over. The seven thunders will now begin, or the releasing of the giants. So here's what Betty Stevens saw back in 2021. I was asleep and taken out of my body to this place underneath the earth. 
and a lot of them were these underground facilities. I saw computers that I felt, and I felt a hand on my shoulder and a voice close to me and say, watch and take note. It is much to your advantage to know the truth. Take a closer look. I could zoom in and I saw a black box with many knobs and controls. The voice spoke again and said, it will be a commanding device for giants. He called them Nephilim. I saw cots and tables on wheels with bodies under the covers. They were wheeled across the room. Robots were escorted in and put on tables. They were making robots. I'm going to show you another person that says exactly the same thing. They were making robots, high advanced technology robots. I hope you're listening. Now, robots are not giants, but it is part of the battle or that, that fleshly battle, or in the case of robot, maybe not flesh, but what's going to battle against Jesus, the battle of Armageddon. I saw men in white coats looking at the black box, turning knobs. I heard a shrill whistle. This was not heard by regular human ears. I heard it because I was in the spirit. And I saw a vision like a TV screen similar to the computer screen. And I saw giants appear on the screen. They looked human, yet their stance, their fierceness, and their evil power radiated just from looking at the screen. It was not regular human power. This was beyond human. I hope you're listening. It was beyond human reasonable expectations. I saw enough to know they are perfecting giants down there in Antarctica. This will be revealed. This is coming to the earth. The black machine moved quite slowly all of a sudden, and the screen went blank, and the Lord said, You have been given this vision to share precisely as you have heard and seen. You are to give this precisely with no big explanations, just as you were shown. The Lord continued, please pay attention now. I show you the seven thunders. This is the second, but I think we got like four different people saying the thunders has released the giants. In that moment, I heard such a crashing and bouts of thunder and bolts of lightning all around and through the whole place. Massive crashing and thunder and lightning. I heard the words from the thunder and the lightning. It was a mixture of thunder and voices saying, release the giants upon the earth. Then the next day, I got this email. I said, this is what the seven thunders say. And she says, and I can prove that I said this a long time ago. So I pulled it up on her blog. This is actually what I copied off her blog. So we have two people. Now we have three people saying that it was release the giants is what the seven thunders said. Going on. I know we're going long, but this is going to tie in. Jason Meeks, back in 2022. I have a view from above the most beautiful yacht. I've ever seen sitting on a wide river in France. The bottom and sides are mahogany. The top is glass. Anyone inside has a 360-degree view. I zoom in to a yacht, and Emmanuel Macron is showing a young man some paintings on the yacht. Two other high school boys were sitting at another table. Macron was wooing them like a man woos a girl on a date. And I heard a voice say, This man has no interest in women. The dream cuts to the research facility. Here's the point we're getting to in the French Alps, with no roads leading to it. Scientists were, really, were researching how to mix humans with robots. Are you listening? Science were researching how to mix humans with robots. Not like the Terminator movies with robot inside skin on the outside. This was much more advanced. I was shown inside their skull. It was truly part human and part machine. The brain was human, but other pieces were wire. Some parts steel instead of bone with blood vessels. Other parts were human and muscle, overlapping steel parts. 
all the parts were melded together in a fashion that made it almost impossible to tell where human ended and machine began. Then I heard the words, he is trying to make the image of the beast. Okay, this is probably going to be the last thing I know we're going along, but this, this ties together and it paints a picture you got to know. Resurrections at the World Economic Forum, 123, excuse me, 121 or 23. The date's important. I had been praying about the World Economic Forum last night, and this happened. Close your eyes, my love, yet leave them wide open and see the atrocity for yourself. This was an eyes-wide-open day vision. I see a huge, massive room with all types of laboratory medical-type equipment. I see three large pods, three mechanical devices standing upright that remind me of sarcophagus. Tubes and wirings attached to the top, top sides and back. I see a large group of people all nicely dressed, but they're all barefoot. They are rulers, leaders, businessmen, and the Antichrist in attendance. I see Klaus Schwab, Angela Merkel, Bill Gates, Bill and Hillary Clinton, Barack and Michelle, and many more. There are two men nicely dressed walk over to one of the two standing by the sarcophagus stasis pods. I think I misspelled that. Stasis pods. I heard status pods, one on each side. The one on the far side activated the type of control panel. I hear a swooshing sound as some of the tubes from the top and sides are disengaged. Afterwards, they disconnect the remaining wires and connectors except for what I recognize as a power source cord. They pull the pod and it seems to glide upon the ear. In unison, they begin laying it flat as if laying on an invisible table, but it is suspended in midair with no support or attachments. The power cord runs to a box that contains a crystal, a diamond of power inside it supplying each pod. But each pod has its own crystal, the diamond of power. I see a golden ankh connected to the boxes, meaning these people were promised thousands of years ago that they would be brought back to life. I believe that's why they put all of those supplies in the pyramids, because they'd been told you're coming back to life. So they packed in their the supplies to take. I don't understand of all of what I'm seeing, but Antichrist walks over to the flat pod, says smugly and triumphantly to the two men, open it. One presses something on the control panel and the sarcophagus pod opens, begins to emit a low humming noise with a light and blue tint coming from the bottom reflecting on the concrete floor. A panel slides open on the top revealing a glass with a face beneath. It looks like a sleeping Egyptian woman with an elongated head. Oh, he exclaimed, her DNA has been fully regenerated. Okay, you get what is going on here? Okay, so this is alien technology, Luciferian fallen angel technology that is being used with electronics to bring people back that are thousands of years old. Her DNA has been fully regenerated, as Father has said it would be. Antichrist speaking, I hear murmurs of approval and excitement go through the crowd and the ritual rites. Antichrist asks, was there enough innocent blood to revitalize to bring back the three chosen Nephilim children, he asks. The two men, the closest one to him, responds, the pod is showing a full recreation of both human and demon DNA. She is alive. Then wake her up, Antichrist yells jovially. About this time, I see a shadowy, dark, evil form appear near Antichrist. It's the fallen one, as in Lucifer. He seems quite comfortable around them. These evil entities have come to see 
the resurrection from reconstituted DNA of the long-dead offspring. I'll read that again. They've come to see the resurrection from reconstructed DNA of the long-dead offspring. Oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus, daughter, please watch so you'll be understand, understand what has occurred last night in your time. I watch as the two men input codes. I hear little sounds coming from the inside of the pod. They're slowly adding oxygen and something else. I don't know what is. I see her eyes moving beneath her closed eyelids. This giant Egyptian-looking woman, so does AC, the Antichrist. Ah, she's got brain activity. He says, good, good. Then he says to one of the fallen, black, wispy angels, I won't be long now. It won't be long now. He responds in a pure evil voice, yes, I know. Her eyes suddenly open, and I see a pure hate in them. The two men tried to tell her to remain calm and still, and they would get her out of the pod. She doesn't listen and somehow gets her hand up with incredible force, hits up in the top of the status pod, is ripped off and flies into the air. She grabs a man on the left by the neck and throws him hard against the wall one-handed. I hear bones cracking as he lays and crumples to the floor. Nobody goes to him either. Isis, Neferti, I hear one of the fallen angels speak out. She immediately stops her rampage and says, Father. And he says, Daughter. In his evil voice, Welcome. Welcome back. And the vision ends. Are you catching this? We may be about to see Isis, Horus, all of these gods. We may be about to see them. Jesus, this happened last night, or Jesus, this happened last night under the cover of the World Economic Forum, didn't it? Yes, daughter, it did. Man has gathered DNA from the fallen Nephilim of your world and has saved it. Until that time, the technology could revive and restore their bodies. Their demon spirit parts have been pulled through the portal particle accelerator devices, like what is located under Geneva, Switzerland, and also France in the CERN facilities. Did they revive all three status pods last night? Yes, daughter, they did. Is this what they've done in secret during the meeting of the World Economic Forum? Yes, daughter. They also celebrated their success in creating their first line of soulless hybrid humanoid creatures. You know, I know we're going long, but I got something else. I got something else I have to say. When we get over this, I, there's something else you got, because it's a, it's a piece you need to hear. Oh, Jesus, help us. What would they create? Why would they create something like this? They think it won't die when Antichrist and his armies face me in the Battle of Armageddon, in the Valley of Megiddo, foretold in the Holy Scriptures of truth, my truth. How do they celebrate? By taking the lives of many innocent babies and children. It sh- I should have asked, not if you didn't really want to know. I understand, Jesus. Who are the other two giants in the pods? Horus and Seth. Now, I know you're probably thinking, is this really, really true? Well, I'm about to show you something from an entirely secular source that says it probably is. This is Osiris, God of the afterlife or resurrection. So this article comes to us from exopolitics.org. The title says, Awakened Stasis Giants Secretly Located and Imprisoned by Global Elite. Now, you are watching a video that was taken apparently, from one of these giants that they found. 
If you look carefully, you'll see it looks like it's in perfect condition. It just looks like the person is asleep. Now, I think this is going to be one of the giants. This is probably a Nephilim. This is probably half human, half alien, and extremely smart. One of the other visions shows that, or one of the other dreams that someone had said that they, the only way you can kill them is shoot them with a high-powered rifle in the head. They can see in the dark, run like a deer. They can smell like a dog. Uh, they're, they're just superhuman. And if you just shoot them, it just doesn't even do anything. Now, here's part of the article. Giants that have been in hibernation in stasis chambers for thousands of years are awakening, are being sought out by elite military forces. These awakened giants are allegedly being captured and held hostage by powerful global elite groups, the Molochs. They do not want the rest of humanity to learn the truth. No, not yet. Awakened giants are now being actively sought after by elite global groups and special military forces all over the world. When captured... They're taken to secret detention facilities, you want to guess where? Underground. Not to be allowed to interact with the general public yet. Elite U.S. military locate the giants. Now let's go on to the next page. Secret space program whistleblower Corey Good was among the first to publicly disclose the existence of these stasis chambers. This is not a dream. This is not a vision. Okay, Military insider. They were holding perfectly preserved giants for thousands of years in an August 4th, 2015 interview on the popular show Cosmic Disclosure, Good discussed how he had access information on a smart glass pad during his covert service about these sleeping giants and the technology of the stasis chambers that were preserving them. Good said, There were beings that were being found underneath the surface of the earth, usually underneath mountains, burial mounds, ear Indian burial mounds, that were not dead, but they were quite alive. They called them stasis beings, and turned out they had used a technology that had been there long prior that this group called the ancient builder race. So it didn't put the beings in stasis that a lot of us would think of as being frozen, but it just changed the way they experienced time. They would probably go to sleep for maybe 20 minutes and 30,000 years later would pass. Now, if you go to Genesis 6, about verse 4, it says that the sons of God made it with the daughters of men. And their offspring were giants, mighty men of old, men of renown. If you look up that word old in the Hebrew, it means eternal. So apparently these beings laid down into this coffin type deal and just laid there just kind of a, in a sleep for thousands of years until it was time for them to wake up. Since they were eternal, they didn't need to breathe. They didn't need to eat. They just laid there until finally it's time for them to wake up. And apparently, that time is now. Apparently, that time has come. Here's a picture of that video. Here's another picture in it. They saw these very tall beings, very large giant humans with reddish beards. These tall, red-headed, red beard groups were in Europe and South and North America, and apparently at one time, before the last Ice Age, apparently, they had a very large area that they ruled. These stasis chambers had been found from all over the world. Some were still operating with different modern human groups that had learned to use the technology while others had been damaged and the beings in stasis had died as a result. Now, I know this is long for today, but I think you'll agree it was well worth it. We are in the last days, 
Ask Jesus in your heart and get yourself prepared. Today, we live in unsettling times. Have you ever wondered what you're going to do when food is no longer on the shelves? I'm Leslie, owner and founder of Joseph's Kitchen, and I want to show you how to make healthy, homemade, whole wheat bread for only a few hundred dollars a year. At Joseph's Kitchen, our ingredients have been packaged for immediate use or long-term storage. Go to josephskitchen.com or call the number on your screen to order today. Don't get caught unprepared. Go to josephskitchen.com now.